This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Welcome to the Richard Blackbee Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam. I'm your host, and this is the final episode of the Richard Blackbee Leadership Podcast for 2021. And luckily, we've got Richard with us today. (laughs) It's always good to be with you, Sam. It's always a pleasure, Richard. Can you imagine the year has just gone by again? It's one of those weird ones, you know. It uh, it feels like a long year, but it also I feel like I just blinked and it and And it's zoom and then. Yep. Yeah, here. now you've got a two-year-old, and so you realize how fast time moves when you've got preschoolers who are aging before your eyes. Oh, I know. It's it's just crazy. She's using words that are just like, <laughs> yeah. You know, when did you four learn that? syllable <laughs> words for a two-year-old. Who, so. who taught you that? Where did you pick that up? And luckily, it hasn't been any words too embarrassing. Yeah, be so careful yet. what you say. She'll <laughs> yeah. remember. Yeah, exactly. Well, we thought uh, as we <clears throat> as we end the year. Uh, here with uh, with the podcast and kind of the last one looking back over uh, 2021. There's uh, lots that could be said, um, but we're going to zero in on uh, the relationships uh, that, that we have and really taking an inventory um, of our relationships as we come to the close of another year. And so uh, with that, I'll turn it over to you and just why why should we look and take an inventory of our relationships, what what would be the, the benefit of this as we look to the new year and look at this year that's passed? Well, you know, Sam, and you've got a management degree. You We understand inventory and getting to the end of the year. And if you've, if you've been in retail or anything like that, you've sold a lot, maybe hopefully over the last month. And uh, so you kind of look over the shelves and you say, what, what, what do we have left? Do, uh, you know, what, what's in the inventory left? What do we need to order in some more uh, before, uh, for stock for, uh, for the, for next month and the new year? I know we do some of that just, uh, uh, we, we, we have a lot of uh, books that we sell at different conferences and things, and we kind of look over our shelves and say, oh, we're pretty low on that. You know, let's yeah. we need some more before we, we hit the road again. Or uh, I usually take uh, the end of the year to kind of uh, stock up on some things. I travel a lot, and so I've got, uh, th- I've got three different suitcases, depending on how long I'm gone. If it, I just, yeah. Hopefully it's just carry on. But then I've got a midsize, I've got a full size, I've got... Uh, you know, computer bag and different things. And, uh, and I've got all kinds of travel supplies in those, everything from sleeping pills to uh, cough drops and, you know, antihistamines and whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever, you know, just pens. If I, I, you know, I I mean, just so many different things, uh, all kinds of stuff I just, that I just keep in my suitcases. uh, and uh, when it's mouthwash or whatever else, and uh, and those, you know, you're throughout the year, you you run out of stuff when you're on the road, and then you got to, oh, I've got to go, you know, get some more of that. And yeah. So I like to at least start the year with everything stocked up, you know. Yeah. Okay, I've got plenty of pens, and I use uh, four colors of pens: blue, black, green, red. That I do, I put sermon notes together, different things, and pencils, and and so I. This is just a good time to to kind of take a quick survey to say, wow, I'm I'm really ran out of that, or I'm all out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and now's the time to get on Amazon and order a bunch of stuff and get all supplied again. And 
And so, I mean, a lot of businesses will do that after your, you know, Black Friday sale and, and then Christmas time and uh, end of the year clearances. Okay, now what do we got? Well, you know, I think we do that in a lot of areas of our life where we'll just kind of take inventory of what, what condition are things in. Do we need to do some repairs on some the facilities uh, before we get into another season? Uh, I just was at a, a friend's uh, uh, place uh, at the beach and he, that he rents out, and it was kind of the off-season. And so I, I was noticing that a lot of those uh, beach houses are all being renovated right now for the... Yeah the crowds that will be coming uh, in the next year. And they want to add on, they want to repair, change the flooring out so that it's all ready to go. And of course, that's just, that's just wise uh, stewardship management. But uh, as I was thinking about that uh, here just recently, I was thinking about, do we ever do that with our relationships? Do we ever just kind of pull up and, and reflect and kind of walk through the various relationships in our life and say, boy, some of those have had some real wear and tear this last year. Some have really been neglected. Some are running on fumes right now and really need some attention. Um, Because what always happens with me, it seems like, is that I'll be on the road somewhere and then realize, oh, no, I ran out of that. Or I, 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 I thought I had more in my my toiletry bag than I do, or, you know, I, yeah. I, and I, I had this, you know, this bottle of Tylenol and I went and there's only one left in there. I thought I had a, a bunch and I've got this horrible migraine right now. And so, uh, and I think sometimes that happens with us in relationships. Um, they, they have wear and tear as well. And we, we kind of presume sometimes on those. We, Maybe it's a staff that have worked for us, and it was a crazy year. We had a lot of demands on them. Uh, they had to kind of do a lot of extra work that they're not used to because of maybe COVID or other things, and uh, maybe we're short-staffed right now, so we just had to have people put in longer hours. Um, and, and and everybody's willing to do that for a time, but, uh, I, but maybe we need to stop and say, but how... How much did I really ask of these uh, the this staff this year? Are they on empty? Do I do I dare ask them to continue working at that pace, uh, that many hours a week, and so on? Uh, and uh, you know, of course, at Christmas time, there's always the famous story of Scrooge. And Scrooge, basically, a lot of what he realizes on Christmas Eve, when the ghosts all come by, is that he has neglected his relationships. He's neglected yeah. his partner. He's neglected his st- his loyal staff. Uh, he neglected uh, people who cared about him, friendships. He was so consumed with money that that's all that mattered to him. And then one day, one night, he suddenly realizes for years, I have not care- taken care of my relationships. Now I don't have any. I Nobody cares about me. Christmas morning... Nobody wants me at their house. Uh, and what a sad life when you suddenly realize why I, I've neglected really those things that matter most in life. Uh, yeah. You know, I've just, uh, you and I both recently were at a funeral. And uh, funerals are always interesting because you, you kind of, you, you sort of get a glimpse into the relationships that people had. Yeah. Who shows up? Who's sad? I remember it famously someone said one time, that when they died, they just wanted one person at their funeral who didn't look at their watch the entire service. Uh, that, you know, we're so wrapped up in remembering them that 
they they didn't care how much time it was is taking. But um, but for a lot of people, uh, funerals can also just be a kind of a sad time where you maybe the, the, the some some people there's hardly anybody at the funeral or nobody can think of anything good to say or you know where this person made a difference in their life and uh, you know Galatians chapter six verse seven says. Uh, that basically God is not uh, fooled uh, that we will we will reap what we've sown. Mm. And so um, the relationships that you have right now uh, are largely the result of what you have sown into people. If you've got a large number of people that really care about you, that would drop what they were doing and come to your aid in a heartbeat if, if you needed them, uh, if you're suddenly having a serious illness, you've got all kinds of prayer chains in, in action and people sending you greetings. Um, if you've got to move and you've got all kinds of people coming to help you move or because you've always been there for them, um, they're just, there are moments in life that reveal what you have been sowing into relationships. And, uh, uh, and, and sometimes we have, uh, you know, some serious things like broken relationships and, uh, burnt bridges and, um, that, that are a drain on us emotionally, spiritually. Um, and, and when we, when, when we, we don't address them, when we don't repair them. They're just like a slow leak, uh, in, on our emotions, uh, on our vitality, uh, you know, I just finished our book club right now is reading the Count of Monte Cristo. And, uh, you know, a lot of that is, um, which I, I finished at wow. the beach last week, 1243 pages. I'm impressed. I think I, I read it in about that. two weeks, I think, but, uh, uh, but I was at the beach and uh, the unabridged version, uh, yeah. I read every, every word I underline, uh, stuff along the way. But, uh, but a, a lot of that story is basically some people that um, had some very broken relationships, mistreated people, and they, 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 they thought they could just move on from it. And, of course, in the end, they discover they can't. It, it comes back to haunt them. And, yeah. uh, and so uh, th- this is always a good time. I always encourage folks, especially as you get to year end, to do some audits. And you, there's a number of audits that you can do in your life. Um, but one of the, 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 the audits I think that are really important are your relational audits. And yeah. so let me, let me just walk you through a couple. And one thing just to say uh, as well at the outset here, and that is that um, in every interaction with people, you are either making a deposit or a withdrawal. Mm-hmm. You, when you, when you talk to somebody, maybe you see them at church uh, after the service, you, you see them in the lobby, or maybe you're, you're in, in the lunchroom at work and you see someone, you start talking to them, or maybe you, you deal with one of your customers, uh, your clients. Uh, but every interaction with someone, you're basically either making a, a deposit or a withdrawal. Uh, you, a deposit is a positive experience where maybe you're just encouraging them. You're, yeah. you're being really positive. You're, you're, you're using words of affirmation for them. You're thanking them. You're appreciating them. You're noticing, uh, something of value about them. Um, you, you, you're, you're just, uh, you're, you're saying things that give them hope. Um, and there's just lots of ways you can make deposits in people where basically when they leave 
the encounter with you, they feel better about themselves than how they felt before they encountered you. And that's a wonderful thing to do. And if you, if you live your life that way, you're going to look and there's going to be a, a trail of people left in your wake that are just so grateful that they cross paths with you. Yeah. But then, of course, there's also encounters that make withdrawals. And that is people just, they were having a good day <laughs> until they ran into you. And yeah. you just have a way of rubbing people the wrong way. You, they, you just tend to want to talk about yourself. It doesn't matter what someone else is going through. You have it worse. Um, you, you don't have a word of sympathy because uh, whatever they're going through, your life's even harder. Uh, or if they had a success, you've had an even greater success and you just kind of want to talk about you and, or it just could be that you just don't have a lot of people skills and you just say rude things. You don't, you don't, you're not even trying to be rude, but you, you rub people the wrong way anyway. Um, there's, you, you, maybe you're just a gossip or you're just critical. Maybe you're just negative. Uh, every time people come around, maybe you, you're not ever smiling. I, I know people, certainly in the last year or two, um, if, they, if I mean, fortunately, they've got a mask on a lot of the time, so you can't tell anyway, but uh, <laughs> but they're not smiling. Yeah. Uh, they're down in the dumps. And and then they wonder why nobody wants to come by and visit, you know, yeah. there. Um, and so it's just like you feel less, you, you feel worse about life and and so on after talking to these people. And and, you know, I don't know how many people actually realize that that is them. That they that they are someone who makes withdrawals instead of deposits, they mm. might feel like, well, I'm just going through a hard time, or right? that's just how I feel, or that, uh, yeah, well, th- that's fine. But do you realize that you're you're taking away from people every time you encounter them? And so, over the course yeah. of a year, um, you know, y- you need to y- it's y- you need to kind of do a little audit there and say, you know, I think I've been this was a withdrawal year. I think I was withdrawing a lot from folks. I was not in the kind of space to make a lot of deposits. And and everybody will go through that. I mean, sometimes we're just kind of needy and we, we kind of need others to be there for us. But if all year long you're, you're draining people, then at a certain point, uh, red lights are going to start flashing on some of those relationships. And you, you ignore those uh, flashing lights at your peril. And so... Uh, maybe we could take a break, and then uh, I'm going to just talk specifically about some of those relationships after the break. Sounds good. Of all the books that my father Henry and I have had the privilege of writing together, next to the study course, Experiencing God, I don't think that there's anything we've written that has received more positive feedback than this little daily devotional, Experiencing God Day by Day. People from all over the world have told us that God used these simple devotions to speak very powerfully into their life. And now we're very excited because beginning this coming January, we're going to be launching a new podcast called the Experiencing God Day by Day podcast. And each morning I'll be launching that day's devotional, which I'll be reading for you so that no matter where you are, if you've subscribed, you'll be able to just hear the day's devotional. Um, and uh, so we're looking forward to just how God's going to use that to speak into people's lives. And you can get this anywhere you get your podcast beginning January 1st. Rich, I know of uh, there's a handful of people in my life that um, always make deposits. Huh. You know, You're and, fortunate. Yeah. And it's, uh, Are those all your in-laws? <laughs> 
<laughs> certainly on the list. Certainly on the list. Uh, we, we won't get too specific here, but uh, <laughs> but you know, there are certain people that just like they just make your day, and it even yeah. if it's a just a even if it's over email, even if it's a quick phone call, it's you're better off having been around that person. And uh, what a great reminder to me when I am around those people, like I. I need to be more like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I want to be, I want to be that person to my friends and my family. And so, uh, that's just a great reminder. And, you know, as, uh, as we wrap up here, uh, I think you've got a few just individual relationships, a few specific relationships, yeah. uh, just to look at that, that we can audit as we, as we go into the new year. Yeah. Let me just kind of rapid fire a couple of these. Um, one is just, if you're married, obviously your spouse, uh, I think every year, certainly it's a wise thing for a spouse, uh, for you to kind of pull aside and say, so where are, where's are, are me and my spouse, my wife, my husband, uh, how, what kind of toll did this year take? And yeah. maybe I had to work at home a lot this year. Maybe we we're, you know, working out of the home office or uh, maybe we didn't get to go on a vacation like we normally do, or, you know, there were certain stresses. Maybe we lost a loved one uh, because of a disease of some kind this year. Um, you know, I, I've shared before, but I'm a pretty type. Uh, a driven kind of person and uh, work a lot. And, uh, and there are times that that just kind of wears out my wife and, uh, I've, I've gotten her right. You know, just things have been really thin sometimes where I, you know, and of course I, I, it's not like I want to do that. It's not like I, I'm trying to do that in my mind. It's always like, well, yeah, we, we got to go 90 miles an hour right now. But as soon as we, you know, things kind of slow down, like, and they just don't slow down all yeah. year. And so at the end of the year, it's like, okay, my, my wife's been, you know, uh, falling farther and farther behind trying to keep up. And, um, you know, when I stop and I think about it, I realize, you know, living with me this past year has, has involved a lot of withdrawals. And, uh, uh, and so, I, you know, that's a relationship I don't want to get, I don't want to hit empty. So what can I do to make some major deposits? And, uh you know, I, I th this fall for me was really, really busy. I, I was just gone as much as I think I've been gone in any fall season that I can remember. Uh, and last week, we just were fortunate enough, we have a friend with a, a beach house that was sitting kind of empty here in mid-December. And um, and so I, Lisa and I finally were just able to get away and just do nothing. I mean, I was, I, I, I'm always working, but, <laughs> but you know, it, it just, practically nothing. It's relaxing to work listening to the waves roll in, yeah. you know, and, uh, and we, well, and we to took a, breaks, you know, and, and to be away, you know, cause I don't, you know, just, just to be away from, from kids and grandkids. Yeah. You know, that's, you have to do that. Yeah. And especially you know. for my wife, cause that's, that's her job is grandkids. And she, yeah. she watches them and takes much care of them. As she loves them. Yeah. You know, and so we originally had said, I said, well, Lisa, you know, I don't know how long she can feel like she could be away. We had the place for up to a week. I thought, well, let's at least go for three or four days and, you know, we'll just kind of play it by ear. Well, in the end, she took, we were there, the, yeah. <laughs> the, we right to the limit, you know, and, uh, and I, you know, we really needed that. And I, yeah. we both just kind of felt like, uh, wow. You know, sometimes until you slow down, you don't even realize just how much you need to slow down. Yeah. And, uh, that's for sure. And so, you know, that was good. And I, I was kind of thinking I need to just do this every year. Cause I tend to get really busy, especially in the fall. 
And just to kind of end the year and say, you know what, uh, let, let me and my spouse get away, talk, review things, you know, talk through stuff, uh, make some plans for the future. Just a lot of times I just need to get on the same page and say, just Lisa, just let's, I'm good with whatever you want. I just want to know wh- what do you think about this? You know, what do you, what would you like to do about that? And, uh, and so that was great. And, uh, I, I think at the end of the year, that's always a good thing. Um, you know, sometimes another one for me, especially right now is my, is parents. Um, we, we take that relationship with our parents often for granted. Yeah. Mine are getting older now. I travel a lot. Uh, of course I get it from them, so they can't really complain when I travel <laughs> because they, that's, they the I, I, I'm just yeah. doing what they did. But, uh, uh, but you know, my parents, like today, my wife and I uh, took your daughter Claire with us and we went over and had lunch at my parents today. And I, I, I don't know that we've done that since uh, for a while. And, yeah. um, of course my parents now are in a kind of a independent living, uh, place, but my mom just really wanted to make us lunch, you know, and she's kind of getting to the stage of life where she's not as, it's not as easy for her to put meals together like it used to be. Yeah. But that was important to her. So we brought over a bunch of gifts for their tree. And we, uh, you know, just spent, and, and I just came back from a week at the beach. I've got a lot of work to do. But, uh, but that was important, you know. Uh, and sometimes just letting your mom fuss on you and love you. And you listen to all of her aches and pains and problems. And uh, there, there's, some, there's just no shortcut sometimes. Yeah. To, to deposit, making deposits usually require time. And, uh, and then of course with your kids and your grandkids, um, you know, when you're younger, I don't know if if others have noticed this, but I, I mean, I love my kids, my, all three of my kids. I think I've got a, a great relationship with them. They love me. I love them. But you know, when you're younger as a parent, sometimes you're so busy with stuff that you don't, you you just don't notice as much. Um, it just, I swear to you that I've noticed more growth and changes in my grandkids than I ever noticed in my own kids. Uh, and I, I, I'm sure it's because I just, I, I just know to notice now. Yeah. I, I just well, and pay you're, more you're attention. more removed now too. So I think when you're in the thick of it, it's hard to see sort it, of the, yeah. the, the bigger picture when you're just grinding every day with, yeah. with the kids. And so I think that, you know, having some of that perspective certainly helps. And, you know, I, like I have, Definite memories, especially of my maternal grandfather and grandmother. I knew them quite well, and I've got memories deeply implanted into my life. and um, And I've thought now about my own grandkids, and I've thought, you know, there's lots of times I'm around them, but are there memorable moments? Are there mm. times where I speak something into their life, and they they genuinely know that they are loved, that they're valued? You know, now are my older grandkids are six and. The other day, my the two twins uh, recently just prayed to basically to receive Christ, to become Christians. I mean, they've always kind of grown up in a world in which they believed in God, but but now they're getting serious. They're they're actually talking about baptism and things. And uh, wow, like just to be able to talk with those boys about what baptism means, you know, yeah. what what the Lord's Supper means. Some of these conversations, uh, you just think what a privilege to get to speak into their lives about things like that. And, uh, um, you know, I, you, you, and, and with kids as well, I remember when, when my kids were like teenagers, um, they're, you're, they're around the house all the time, but, but there were times where I would just want to, uh, take them individually out for lunch somewhere and just 
listen to them. Just ask them mm-hmm. questions. Just get to know them. You know, not to take for granted that I did know what was going on. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'll tell you, we all get busy. We all know those are good things to do. And before we know it, the year's gone by yeah. and we're out of touch. And we, we don't know what's going on as well as we should. And, you know, this is not, this podcast is not a guilt trip. This is just to say, that's why you, you take audits. That's why you yeah. just, you go down the list, child by child, uh, you know, your parents, people significant in your life and say, how are things going with them? And well, and, you know, the things that we talk about on this podcast are, are as much for us as it is for those for those who listen and yeah. uh, i mean this is we we all have this and i think uh you know those relationships that are closest to us are the easiest ones to be less intentional with yeah. like it's easy to just fall into a uh, a routine of taking it for granted and, yeah. and 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 not kind of zooming out or 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 taking aside special time and, and yeah. so that that can be hard for for everyone yeah you know i and i think with friends too i i've kind of been struck by this and you know i think that is one thing that i think is maybe good about things like facebook and stuff because you know until facebook uh really blossomed um you had friends from like i've got friends from so many different stages of my life like i've got friends that i grew up with uh friends that I I knew in college. And then after I finished college, I moved 1500 miles away to go to seminary. And I entered, I left that whole world and started a new world. And so I've got a bunch of seminary friends that I I met during a very formative time in my life. And, uh, and then I went to my first church and I had a ton of friends that I made there as a pastor and fellow pastors that I ministered with and had prayer partners and and, uh, you know, developed a lot of friendships there. But then I, but then I, I moved uh, to a new job in a new province as a seminary president, and I began traveling, and I got to meet all these amazing ministers and pastors all over the world. Uh, and now I've got these friends all over the world, and, and now I've left that job, and now I'm kind of a full-time speaker, writer. Uh, I, I've gotten to meet so many awesome Christians. And so I've, I've just got all these different layers of friends. And so, you know, it's funny cause I'll, you'll post something on Facebook and I'll have someone that I went to college with commenting on, and then someone that I was a, their pastor uh, years later, and then someone I was their president and they're a student at my seminary and, and some pastor that I met speaking last year, you know, in, uh, yeah. and it's, they were all commenting on the same thing I posted. Some, probably some hilarious pun that yeah, I posted. No such thing, but. And, uh, <clears throat> and, but what that says to me is, um, you know, now it's, it can be challenging to keep up with all the different friends that you made over the years. Some people just don't even try, you know, they just, yeah. they don't try. And I, you know, one of the things I've done, I think I've shared this before, but, uh, is I, on Facebook at least uh, it'll roll through the the birthdays whoever has a birthday that day, and I've got about five thousand. That's the maximum friends you can have on Facebook, just a normal account. Um, and so you know, number of birthdays are going to roll up, uh, come up every day. And I've really tried as best I can. If I know them, some of them are just I they followed me, and I don't really know them personally very well, but. But if I know them, have a history with them, um, I'll try to just wish them. And I, I don't just write happy birthday. I want to say something, a, a wish, a thought, a blessing, a, a, a memory, a funny comment, but um, something that just blesses them. And 
And I have people that just hate that, that this, they get off Facebook because they don't, they feel guilty if they have to like do that. And in my mind, like it never takes more than five or 10 minutes. And, um, and yet it's like, okay, through the course of one year, I have the opportunity to at least say some word of blessing to most of the friends in my, my life today. Uh, yeah. And why would I not at least one time in a year say something kind uh, to people like that? And so, um, you know, just just to be intentional to say this, this is one way for me to discipline myself to make at least one deposit every year into friends. I might not have seen them face to face in 30 years, but we still keep up and yeah. uh, that way. And so just with and I, I would just say very quickly, relationships with your clients, with your customers, uh, with colleagues at work. You know, there's some people that they opportunities just keep coming to them all the time because people uh, like them. They, they, the word of mouth, they're always being recommended, you know, Hey, this guy's great. You know, he blessed me when he worked for me and helped me. And I know you love him. And, and, you know, we found that even here at Blackaby Ministries, that we just have a lot of goodwill. And I don't, I don't want to say it's just because we're just such likable people, but, you know, we really do try to be a blessing. We try to looking. make, the, well, it helps to be dashingly good looking. <laughs> uh, but, you know, to, uh, it just, when, when you, when you take time to maintain relationships, um, yeah. and that's certainly a, a philosophy we have. If someone brings our team in to minister in their church or a meeting somewhere, we try as best we can, of course, to do a good job to, we, we try to be a blessing to the, the people who brought us in, um, to the, whoever we're there to minister to, we try to, you know, do all we can to, to walk away and leave a, a, a good taste in people's mouth. Yeah. And of course, that's just good for business. Besides, it just it's Christ-like. Uh, people want to have you back. Uh, we we have a lot of people that want to have us come back every year because of that. And it's it's basically just saying, how do we make deposits into people's lives that we work with and yeah. that have us? So, if I were just to summarize this real quickly, how do you do that? As you what kind of to be what kind of person should you be? Here's maybe five things. These are real obvious, but one is just be positive. Be a positive person. Yeah. I tell you what, with all the politics and COVID and everything else, um, lots of hardship, no no doubt about it. But don't. But you you still have a choice whether you're going to yeah. just become a negative person every time people are around you. You they know all they're going to hear is how bad everything is, and people are just drawn like moths to a flame uh, to a positive person, and yeah. so. You want to be uh, have people that like to be around you that want to call themselves your friend. Just be positive. Second thing, kind of goes with that is just just be an encourager. Um, uh, you know, don't, don't just talk about yourself. I, I you know I've, I witness this all the time. Some it, it, there's a certain people that I don't know what it is. They have to talk about themselves. And so if you come up and you you talk to someone and you say, oh, I just my back, you know, just been giving me grief here lately. I don't know what's going on. Instead of them saying, oh, really, you know, like, when did that happen? How did, what, what did you do? Or like, what are you taking for it? They'll say, oh, you, you think that's bad? You know, like, I've got this knee issue that's just driving me crazy. It's the most painful thing. At least you have a back. Yeah. It's like, um, and to say, you know what, like, just don't try to, in your interactions, don't let it always be about you. Figure out, just intentionally say, how can I leave this conversation w with this person being encouraged in some way? A third thing is just be thankful. Be thankful for the investments others have made in your life. 
I, I know that you've got problems. Everybody does. But uh, w- what are you grateful for? Just yeah. uh, hold on to that, and uh, that's going to just put a smile on your face. And a fourth thing is be humble or be be fun. Um, be someone that laughs. Are you known as someone that? Uh, everybody knows your laugh. It's distinctive because they've heard it so much. They know what you laugh like because they hear you laughing a lot. I, I've got an uncle, my dad's a younger brother, Will, that's kind of that way. He he was just that fun uncle that always was laughing, always joking. He, yeah. he loved to tell puns that weren't even as good as mine, but he, he loved to tell them. And uh, But there, I know that smile on his face when he was going to say some funny thing and joke and tease and... Uh, and I just thought, you know, you always wanted Will at your party because like, he was yeah. just a fun guy. Um, and be that kind of person, especially in this day in which we live. And then a fifth thing is just be humble. Just realize everything is not about you. Uh, every conversation doesn't have to be about you. Um, just be humble. And I'll tell you what, it's a humbling thing when you realize that there are people in this world who actually care about you and yeah you know I, i've had some people and our men our, our family the blackabees over the years we've just made some wonderful friends and we don't deserve them and you know this time of year people will be giving donations to our ministry or they'll be sending gifts or they'll just be you know sending a card just telling us how much they appreciate us and and it's just so humbling to realize wow these people are just some of the finest people I know on the planet, and they see me as their friend. They care about me, and what a what a humbling thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, at a certain time in your life, you're going to realize uh, what really matters in life. And one of the most important things are relationships. Yeah. Uh, and so if you're going to audit your investment accounts, your retirement funds, you know, the uh, the equity you've built in your home over the last year, Maybe take some time just to do a quick audit of your relationships and make sure those are all up to, to quality that you want them to be, that they haven't been kind of withering away from neglect, that maybe you've assumed that they're still in great shape, but you better look a little more closely because there's some telltale signs to say that they're struggling. Yeah. And uh, this is, uh, this is a, you know, oftentimes it's not too late if you'll circle back around and make the necessary improvements and investments, but uh, it, it's always worthwhile yeah. to, to take time with that. And so I hope our listeners will do that and, and you'll go into 2022 with uh, surrounded by strong relationships with people ready to journey with you with whatever life uh, has for you next. Great. Well, I think we'll leave it there. And until next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners. So email us at podcast at blackv.org.